Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You at the spot, you at the location, the place where the conversations are pointed and the guests right there are super sharp and the responses are never dull. Today, we have Keisha Lawrence from Kansas. And she's a wonderful woman. You know, I got to meet her on Facebook. I love that. She's in the health and wellness something called candida overgrowth. What is that? That sounds like a wart. (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm just joking. She's a mother. She's a wife. And she's just, you know, had a a transition in her life. We're going to talk to her about that. But we're also going to talk to her about joy and how we can get through all of this and then some. So Brains, let's welcome her on the edge. Keisha Lawrence. How are you, Queen? I'm well. Thank you so much for welcoming me here, April, and all the brains, of course. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, it's good to be had in these days and times because I tell you, the world is strange. Indeed. I mean, I think our ancestors probably thought it was quite strange as well. Yeah, it they did. But you know what? I've been reading a book, and in that book, it tells me everything that's happened then and is going to predict what's going to happen in the future. So I'm just trying to stay neutral somewhere in the middle and just ride the wave like a good surfer. Tell us how you show up in the world and uh, what brought you to this this area and this genre of work? Well, I started in health and wellness as a massage therapist. And I really found that people were using massage therapy as a prescription drug, if you will, in terms of they weren't really taking very good care of their bodies. And then they wanted this to be their quick fix, right? Mm. So they came in to see me every week and then I could make them feel better for a little bit, right? A couple of days maybe, but it always, every time it came back, it came back. And I really realized that I can't do the long-term work, right? Like massage is an acute tool. And it's very helpful for if and when people are being active members of their healthcare, right? It can be a very helpful tool, but if it's the only thing they're doing, it really isn't going to make them feel better for very much longer. Right. Well, I'm, so, glad, you, I'm glad you brought that to my attention because girl, I, my masseuse, I went and saw her the other day and I tell you, it took a little bit to recover because she was a little rough on me, but I could feel the loosening. But again, if you aren't cleaning out that lymphatic system, if I am not walking every day, if I'm not drinking enough water, I don't care what she does, hot stones, anything, cupping, it's not going to work. So thank you for, for highlighting that. Well, it will work, but it just will be so much more powerful if you're doing, being an active part. Like I always wanted to hang a sign in my massage room that said the work that happens in this massage room is equal to the work that happens outside of this Mm -hmm. massage room. And so I never, I never did that. So then I started coaching people on the table, right? So I started doing my own work, 
to figure out my body. And then I kind of just started coaching people on the table based on my own experience. And they weren't there for coaching, right? They were there for massage. So then I- Yeah, I'm like that too. I don't want you talking. I don't want you to say nothing until you finish. (laughs) I, I agree. And I was always in terms of respectful, they would ask me questions, right? I would answer for sure. Like if you want to lay there and be quiet, you're quiet for sure. (laughs) But if you ask me questions, then I would offer advice, right? And so it, uh, it just, free advice doesn't really get anybody anywhere, right? We all know basically what to do. It's closing that knowing doing gap that really the coach is beneficial for, right? Absolutely. I started doing my own work and then I really realized that I, I can't transfer those lines in terms of coaching and massage. So I, it had to, to find its own way. And so I ended up getting my certification at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I've just been on the path to, to find people that are ready to step into their wellness. All right. So let's jump into integrated nutrition. Okay. Cause I'm at that space too, girl. I've been detoxing off that sugar. And the second day, I had the headache from hell. Day two. It's called day two. Yeah. And so, you know what? I've been, I yesterday, I had some grits. I can't have grits or cream of wheat without some sugar. But it was odd. The sugar was stinging on my tongue. I was like, what is mm-hmm. this? I thought it was, I said, the sugar's not bad. Once you start eliminating these things, it's cigarettes, cocaine, sugar, carbs, your body and your brain goes through something. What do you say to the person that's trying to detox? Because you can't do it. You you know, you can't just do it real quick. I tried to take one of those, uh, those supplements, girl, and it... I mean, me in the toilet was just crazy friends. Yeah. So you you got to go through this process. And then when you go through the process, this has got to be a lifestyle change. This can't just be something for a quick fix. That's right. That's exactly right. But it's not a life sentence. The detoxing is not a life sentence. We don't have to live a life on an elimination diet, in my personal opinion. I don't even think that's realistic, right? I want to show up to my mother's plate. And I want to say, thank you so much, mom, for making this meal for me. And I want to bless it and I want to eat it, right? Right. Like it's love on a plate. So, but the detox process, day two, 100%, always the worst day. Like, I I don't know if it's like that for everyone, but it's like that for many, many people, day two. And Brene Brown even has a, a podcast about it called day two. And it's about the messy middle. And it's not just a detox process. It's all the things stepping into, when you're stepping into something new, you head into that no turning back zone where you're like, oh shit, okay, we're really going in here, right? Like, I'm not going to stay the same. I am moving forward. So that's day two. It's called the messy middle. So I, though, am very much under the impression that you do not have to go through the depths of hell to detox your body. Right. So if we just give our body a chance to be ready for it by befriending the liver and the kidneys, right, really helping those detox organs first, then it's going to be much easier on you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And drinking water. Oh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, 
I had to love to drink water, but I like sugary drinks as well. So I got rid of those. Uh, and I realized that if I need a refill, that means I'm still thirsty. So the only thing that's going to really quench your thirst, my thirst, is water. Yes. So now when I go out and eat, and I'm telling you, it does a, a big difference on your bill at a restaurant. <laughs> you charge $4 or $5 for a, a syrupy sweet drink. Anyway, so I did that. And uh, the water is a lot easier. You put a little fruit in it. Um, and I make it my friend. So when I make my plate, get a big glass of water and it's so refreshing because it helps you clean. And also uh, different things about chewing your food. Yeah. My friend took us to mindful eating. We sat at that cotton picking table for two hours. <laughs> chewing your food till it's almost liquefied and also eating your food and then drinking your beverage because you want the, the uh, juices and the saliva to break down the food. That's right, the enzymes that your body is created with. Yep, yep. exactly. Uh, also food combining, I've been doing that. You know? Nice. So I'm, I'm on it, I'm on it. So I'm glad that, that, uh, that that's happening. So integrative nutrition, define that. What does that really mean? Well, I don't know the definition to be honest with you, but the way that I look at it is that it's just not all about food, mm -hmm. right? You can change all the food you want, but if you still are in guilt, shame, anger, fear, you're going to be sick. You're still going to be in dis-ease. That's right. Right. So we have to integrate all the things of our life to find the ease. We live simultaneously on three planes of existence, the spiritual plane, the intellectual plane, and the physical plane. And so we have to heal on all three planes mm. in order to have a well-rounded healing experience, in order to really get out of the dis-ease and into ease. Mm. And we have to show up with grace. I mean. Yeah. You talk about these three different planes, honey, folks can't even get off the tarmac. <laughs> they have no idea where they're going to. So what, tell us a little bit about this candida overgrowth. What in the world is that? Well, candida is a yeast that's naturally in your gut and it helps you absorb nutrients. So when there are people that say we want to rid our body of yeast, they're not actually speaking properly as far as I understand it. We want to just balance the yeast. Okay. So when we have other pathogens, usually it goes overgrowth because it's trying to protect you from something. So it's your body's protective mechanism. So it's trying to protect you from other pathogens. It's saying, you know, like, this is my space, not your space. And then it loves sugar, right? So then we have, whether, you know, the chicken or the egg, right? Which comes first, right? So like, did the candida prompt you to have sugar cravings or did the sugar then create candida overgrowth? Nobody knows, right? Like everybody's different. That's the other thing that integrative medicine looks at or integrative nutrition looks at is that we are talking about bioindividuality. Like every human is different with what impacts their body, how their body works, what's going to work well for them. So the candida overgrowth, it really is just an overgrowth of the yeast in the, in the gut that's causing all sorts of different symptoms for all sorts of different people. 
Like you don't even have to have the traditional yeast symptoms like vaginal yeast infections or toe fungus or thrush. You don't have to have those to indicate that you have candida overgrowth through your gut. So what do you do to heal it, maintain it, eliminate it? What do you do? Well, we want to balance it, right? We're not eliminating. We want to eliminate the overgrowth, but that's a process, right? Like my first step is to, I mean, I have a three-step process. We befriend, or excuse me, we change the food. We shift your food so you don't have to feel restricted for the rest of your life. You befriend your stress and learn how to soothe your system. And then you update the mindset and create a new daily mode of operation that you can sustain without constant conscious effort. Okay, so... You just start that process. We we create the food shift that's going to work for you. How I do that is we really start, like I said, befriending the liver. We want to help the liver detox what's going on, okay? And then even if you change all your food and you remain super stressed out, you're still going to be in dis-ease, right? So we got to befriend our stress, learn how to utilize the stress for our growth because it's not going anywhere. Right. Our okay. stress is not leaving us. So we got to learn how to befriend that stress and soothe the system. Like we have to really learn how to soothe ourselves. And then the updating the mindset, that just takes time through repetition. You know, I'm working with uh, Deepak Chopra here uh, in San Diego. And he's beyond mindset at this point. He's saying it's about consciousness. Oh, and I'm with you on that. You know, because kind of mindset, so many people uh, misconstrued that. And they have you stuck in a certain mode of operation or a certain pattern. Uh, and that doesn't work for everybody. That's so true. You know, your so mind true. shift and your uh, limiting beliefs, your neuro-linguistic programming, all of that is subjective to whatever the situation is. You know, today I might not like myself because I'm overweight. Tomorrow I might not like myself because I lost my job. The next day I may not like myself, you know, for whatever reason. So yeah. it's a litany of things that people go through. So when you're conscious and you're aware, you're taking a mental note, uh, you're data collecting, and you're storing that information, and you're figuring out what you need to edit and what you need to filter, what is going to work in your best and highest good. So it's a discipline, brains. It's a meditation. It's being quieting the, of the monkey mind and going through these processes. So you've been through a little bit and as much as you want to share and you don't want to share, um, you know, you had a significant loss in your life and I lost my parent too. But mine was, um, and I don't know what your experience is, but mine was so beautiful. You know, my mother lived here with me and I got to feel her last heartbeats. I laid my chest on her chest and, um, I got to smell her sweet smell. She gave me permission to stay. I gave her permission to go. And literally, Keisha, I saw her soul leave her body. And I knew that it wasn't the end, but it was a bright new beginning. And it's so hard for us living in this meat suit to think that there's anything beyond what we see. There's such a loss. Um, but I encourage people to make amends, have those conversations, love, kiss, feel that heartbeat, give permission, 
And also uh, be gentle with yourself because it's a lot. So how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, I have just a lot of love and gratitude that I was able to have a relationship with him and to be with him at the time of his death. Yeah, my dad just passed. So um, yeah, you know, it comes in waves, but I'm totally on board with uh, them not really being gone. Like there's part of our love that's invulnerable to the the you know the winds of change so it's it's all good in that regard right it is about consciousness maybe i should change my step three to update your consciousness because that is absolutely it right like we're just we have to just continue to rise up and allow people to come to us we have to stay up here and let them to come to us because if we go down there we hold them there almost exactly but and we don't evolve and, and everything is you right. know, an evolution. I mean, once upon a time, men walked on all fours. Right. So, yeah. so there's so, always an evolution evolving. and we are in this lunar vortex. We are, we are in this, we are in this time traveling space right now. So again, I'm not worried about and sad about the people that have gone. I'm worried about us knuckleheads is left behind. Okay. <laughs> Because we still got to yeah. deal with all this good stuff. So yeah. tell me something good, though. I want to hear something good. Give me one of your success stories from one of your clients. Well, I'm going to start with this. And it's not it's from just with this experience that I had with my dad passing. And then I when I got in the truck after he died in the, at the hospital, I was in the truck. I started the truck. And the first two songs that came on this oldies channel were spirit in the sky the first one was spirit in the sky and the second one was signs signs everywhere signs but it wasn't tesla it was like the original five-man electrical band which i didn't even know existed so that's something amazing and good right like from the beginning we've got communication so that's something and validation absolutely validation So let's see a success story from one of my clients. One of my clients was able to, she came to me and I can share this story because she's given me full permission. Uh, But she came to me because her doctor, she had been on um, some medication for prediabetes for 10 years and it was making her sick. And so she had to change and the doctor gave her another option that was going to be $600 a month. So she decided to asked the doctor if, you know, for some time, for three months, the doctor said, I'll give you three months. She approached me. We went through our process and she was able, her doctor then took her off of the pre-diabetes medicine. She didn't need it. And we did some math. If she only lives 20 more years, she'll have saved (laughs) $144,000. I wonderful. I wonderful. I mean, it's, it blows your mind right? Not only that, she got off of her CPAP machine. She had had this one thing surgically removed twice. It disappeared. Her Mm. psoriasis was better. I mean, and she heard, this is her quote. I have an amazingly different outlook on life. Instead of just existing until I die, this woman is 70 years old. I'm actually excited about doing things. Wow. Wow. It's huge. It is huge because the first thing they do is put you on you know, I'm not going to name the drug. Everybody know what the drug is. They put it on there. And then that deteriorates other organs. Well, and it the thing is, whether it does or does not do that, it 
they're only maintaining. Right. Right. They're not going to heal you. We're not going backwards. Right. And so that's what we're doing is we're really tapping into your health rather than maintaining the dis-ease. Right. Mm -hmm. We can walk you back. I have a friend that's a health coach. She's helping people get off the kidney transplant list. Oh, wow. I mean, this is huge stuff. Like our bodies are healing machines. Yeah. They heal themselves. That's the bottom line. They heal themselves. We just have to get out of the way. When I was in China, uh, my driver, I went there on a spiritual quest. I had dreams and I knew that I was Chinese. Can you imagine me as a Chinese woman? (laughs) I said, well, was I the empress or was I one of them concubines? (laughs) Whichever it was, when I went into the Forbidden City, I felt like I was floating. I felt like my feet never touched the ground. But I went and saw a physician, a Chinese medicine doctor. He checked my liver, my kidney, and my spleen right here. He looked at my tongue and looked at my eyes. None of this probing, blood drawing, none of that. He told about my past life, my current life. And he was big on herbs and supplements. I'll tell you another funny story that happened. So I'm like so excited with my friend. We go to the tea shop. Well, you know, it's a tourist trap. They have a tea for everything. So I brought some tea back and I made some tea in a mug like this. Girl, I started to hallucinate. Oh, I was like, I was high as a kite. I was like, what? I told my husband, I said, baby, I don't know what's going on. I said, but this is a funny feeling I got. He said, what'd you do? I said, well, I had a cup of tea. He said, uh, what tea? And I said, the tea that I brought back from China. He said, well, how much did you have? Because he's traveled the world. He said, how much did you have? I said, oh, I had a mug full. He said, baby, how much? Did they, how did they serve it to you? And I said, oh, about this much. So people forget that these herbs and supplements that they take, you need to be careful with that too. Just because it's holistic, just because it's natural, just because it's organic, doesn't mean that it can't be potentially dangerous. You need to work with someone like Keisha that is well-versed in this, that this is their their field of study, that they know what's going on. Don't just run off on a tangent like I did and, you know, be high thinking you're getting healthy. Uh, it, it It was crazy. But then also, they taught me about sugar and they call sugar over there, sweet poison. Mm, I've never ah, heard of it. You know, be, be careful of the sweet poison. And when it had, I had that, that stinging on my tongue, I knew exactly what they were talking about. You know, that and carbs. Growing up, all I had was potatoes and rice. Loved it. Now you got to have some carbs, some healthy carbs. Yes. But yes. I was having six, I was having six or seven pieces of bread. I'd have two pieces of toast. I'd have a sandwich. I'd have two dinner rolls. That's six pieces of bread. The gluten in that, it's it's horrible. What do you say that people should start looking at when they look at their plate and they are trying to, you know, adjust? Because again, you can't go to the extreme. What are some of the things? Should it be more color? Should it be smaller portions of meat? More green leafy vegetables, raw vegetables? What do you suggest with integrated nutrition? Well, I suggest we start with fruits in the morning. Mm -hmm. That just helps the liver because then once you put fats in, then the liver has to get back to work. So we just do some fruits early on in the day. 
And then all the meals, we're really going to lean on the macros, like protein, fiber, fats, and greens. That's what I say, PFFG. It's a protein, fiber, fats, and greens. So mm. you want to have all of those on your plate. Absolutely. Color is amazing, right? And don't curse carbohydrates, but we want to lean on the carbohydrates like fruit, right? There are critical clean carbohydrates that we definitely want in our body. So really just not, and then looking beyond your plate in terms of like, what do you consume, right? Like what news do you consume? Who are you following on social media? Are you consuming toxicity or are you consuming something that's going to be more productive for your wellness, right? So we want to even look beyond the plate. Portions, I don't really get into portions too much. Obviously, if somebody needs help with that, we can talk about that. But just I, I in, in terms of the mindful eating, I recommend people use an Okinawa tradition called harahachibu. And that, <laughs> and that, and that means you stop when you're 80% full. That's one of their practices. According to the blue zones, there was that big blue zone study and Okinawa was one of them. And one of their practices was before they had their meal, they reminded themselves harahachibu. And I'm sure it's pronounced differently than that, right? But uh, stop at 80%. There's two things, two reasons I tell my people that that helps us with. Number one, there's more food coming down, right? So you're going to then be full. And secondly, if you are in a position where you want to have dessert, it leaves room for dessert, right? Like, yes, okay, sweet poison, but we're not going to get rid of the sweet poison altogether. Oh, heck no. I mean, that's just not what I'm going to do, right? And so, there are good sugars. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, well, there's sugars in fruit. Well, it's much better to have your sugar in fruit than like I did on the top of those grits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's much better because the other thing that's available in fruit is the life force energy factor of it, right? There's a non-physical element to every electron, atom, and molecule. And what is that non-physical element? Like it's it's monitoring your biological rhythm right now as we speak. Mine as well, right? It It sprouts the seed. It is what's running through us. And that's the other component of fruits and vegetables that you don't get by just putting the sugar on or by taking a vitamin C supplement as compared to eating an orange, right? Right. Uh, it's, it's a lot. And you got to do a lot. But I tell people it's a natural progression. It's just like once upon a time, uh, you know, you only had breast milk. Then you were introduced to solids. Then you were introduced to junk foods and you made your own choices now you have to go back they say you know once an adult twice a child there are seniors right now that are on baby food curated food because their digestive system has shut down so you want to be gentle with that you want to be sure that you eliminate you want to look at your elimination and get a whiff of it and like seriously, when your elimination smells so foul that the whole house knows that you've used the bathroom, you're rotting inside, brains. You're rotting inside. And if you have fresh juices in the morning, because we juice all the time, or fresh, it immediately cleanses. We we have no problem. We don't even know when a person has used the bathroom. It makes a big 
difference, makes a big difference. And you have made a big difference in my life, your dad's life, and the life of your clients. And we thank you for that from the bottom of our socks because our heart just isn't deep enough. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for being here on the edge. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you so that they can work with you, get more information on integrated nutrition and candida growth. Uh, well, I have a website. It's www.kaishalawrence.com. That's K-A-I-S-H-A-W-A, or excuse me, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E, and .com. And I have a starter kit there, and you can hop on board with the starter kit just to kind of get you going, or there is a link to go ahead and book a call. If you're ready to talk about it, let's do it. We'll hop on a call. With, there's a, The call is absolutely free. Okay, we just jump on and figure out what's going on with you and if I can even help you or if I can connect you to someone because I am connected to a global group of health coaches. So like I said, my friend Kim is helping people come off the kidney transplant list. I have another friend that's helping people with thyroid. I have another friend that's helping people with PCOS, right? So there's this huge group of women and men that are together, mostly women that have become health coaches, but there are some men coming in. It's really nice to see. Uh, but yeah, come on board. The starter kit is there and, or you can book a call. Well, Brains, we want you to live the best life and the longest life possible in the healthiest way. Okay. So go like, love, and share. Listen to other edgy conversations here on the edge. Um, be sure to subscribe, go in and listen to Keisha's information. Check out the starter kit. All of her information is going to be at the tail end of this interview and in the show notes. I thank you and I love you, my sister. Keep your head up. Thank you. You too. Right. Love you too. Bye, brains. <laughs>